This is the Bible News Prophecy Program, bringing you news and analysis of world events in the light of Bible prophecy. The following program is brought to you by the Continuing Church of God. Greetings, friends. This is Steve Dupuy for the Bible News Prophecy Program with Dr. Bob Teal. Dr. Teal, I've been trying to lose a few unwanted pounds, and it's proving to be rather difficult. Am I alone in this struggle? Absolutely not. Despite food shortages, obesity is actually increasing in uh, many places. And yesterday, uh, the BBC had a report, and I'd like to read some parts of it. More than a billion people are living with obesity around the world, uh, according to, to something in The Lancet. This includes 880 million adults and 159 million children. So that's actually 1.39 billion out of world population of 8.1 billion, so it's more than one out of eight. Anyway, the highest rates are in Tonga, American Samoa for women, uh, and Nauru for men, with between 70 and 80 percent of adults living with obesity. Of 190 countries, the UK is uh, 55th for men and 87th for women. The United States is 10th highest for men and 36th highest for women. And uh, obesity, it says, uh, can lead to many serious health conditions, including heart disease, type 2 diabetes, and some cancer. And it, the report from BBC said, senior researcher Professor Majid Azadi of Imperial College London told BBC, in many of these island nations, it comes down to the availability of healthy food versus unhealthy food. Well, why is there not any healthy food? The professor continued with, in some cases, there have been aggressive marketing campaigns promoting unhealthy food, while the cost and availability of healthier food can become more problematic. So people are starving to death by the millions, and over a billion are becoming obese. Are the obese starting to lose weight? Oh, no. Now, that same professor says he's been surprised at the speed of which the number of obese people are increasing all over the world. So the rates are rising. And of course, the promotion of unhealthy food is definitely a factor. Okay. Now in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 55, verse 22, Bible warns, why do you spend money for what is not bread and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good. That's what the Bible says. If we're not supposed to overeat, we're supposed to eat what's good. Now, having a lot of people overweight is consistent with a warning the Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Timothy chapter 3, starting in verse 1. It says, but know this, the last days perilous times will come. Men will be lovers of themselves. Okay, I love myself, so I'm going to just keep doing this. Uh, and they're haughty lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. So we're seeing that. Paul also wrote that they're without self-control. And look, I know it's really hard to control and keep weight down. The lack of self-control, while well, it's not the only factor, it definitely is a factor. Now, for Christians, Galatians 5.23 lists self-control as one of the fruits of having God's spirit. That doesn't mean you'll never make mistakes. But the other thing about obesity, uh, one of the reasons I wanted to do this is uh, Zero Hedge uh, put out something where it was quoting uh, Bill Maher. And he, it says he railed against pro-obesity, the body positivity movement. 
He says it's not only pathetic, it's a national security risk. He says people are rewriting science to fit ideology, whatever you want reality to be. We've gone from that acceptance, that celebration. That's new. That's new, Meyer said. To view letting yourself go as a point of pride, we used to at least try to be fit and healthy in a society, and we praise those who succeeded. Mm. Now, the term body positivity used to mean I'm perfect the way I am because I'm me. It's Orwellian, like George Orwell wrote the book 1984, mm. how positivity is used to describe what's not healthy. Of course, you can get away with pretty much anything when you're young. But let me ask you this. Have you ever seen a fat 90-year-old? Mm -hmm. Our then said, at some point, acceptance becomes enabling. If you're in any way participating in this joyful celebration of gluttony that goes on now, you've got blood on your hands. You can make believe you're fighting some great social justice battle for a besieged minority. But what you're really doing is enabling addicts, which I mm -hmm. thought we decided was bad. Bill Maher makes a good point. Is there any Bible support for his position? Yes, but let me add, well, I've seen a lot of people in the 90s. I don't actually remember seeing any who are fat. Now, there may be some. Yeah. But uh, wokeness wants people to think bad things are good. As mm -hmm. far as the Bible goes, we go into Isaiah, this time, chapter 5, starting in verse 20. It says, woe to those who call evil good and good evil who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight, end of quote. It is not good to tell people it's fine to be obese. That's bearing false witness a violation of the ninth commandment. Now, you know, some people falsely believe Jesus taught, well, come as you are. But actually, you go to the first chapter of Mark's gospel account, Jesus said, repent and believe. He doesn't say to be satisfied with how you are, but be willing to change and believe. And yes, this can mean physically, not just spiritually, as other scriptures show. He also said those who would not believe he was who he said he was would die in their own sins. Obesity is bad for the obese. It's bad for society. And I ran across uh, another uh, item, and this is from uh, a health management place. It talked about the societal cost of obesity says it's on the, on the rise, and they think by 2030, one-third of all children between ages 6 and 11 will be considered obese or overweight. And as far as health issues, they've listed some potential health problems and complications. Type 2 diabetes, hypertension, risk for stroke, sleep apnea, difficulty breathing, coronary heart disease, problems regulating healthy cholesterol levels, levels or high triglycerides, certain types of cancers, including breast, colon, endometrial, gallbladder, kidney, liver, ovarian, pancreatic, gallbladder disease, osteoarthritis, which is a deterioration of the bone and cartilage in the joints, greater risk for mental illness, including anxiety, clinical depression, and other psychiatric disorders, mm. reduced quality of life because you'll have excessive pain, limited mobility, problems performing everyday tasks such as standing, walking, or even using the restroom. In practically all instances, this report says, obesity also enhances the risk of premature death. Plus, it's extremely expensive. They're worried that it's going to uh, 
costs th like $300 billion a year in the United States to treat wow. uh, obesity directly. And then it says there are indirect costs, including effects on employee wages and productivity, et cetera. Now, of course, you know, the United States is already massively in debt and future increases in healthcare costs and decreased productivity could be the, one of the straws that breaks the uh, camel's back is uh, metaphorically. Although I do lay some liability for this problem at the feet of the food industry, I'm not letting myself off the hook. What is God's point of view on obesity? Well, you read about it actually in uh, Deuteronomy chapter 32. God condemns it. Verse starting verse 15. You grew fat, you grew thick, you are obese. You forsook the God who made you, provoked him to jealousy with abominations. Very brought up obesity. Now let's go further in the Bible to the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 50, uh, starting verse 11. Because you were glad you rejoiced, you destroyers of my heritage, because you've grown fat like a heifer threshing grain. So again, condemning you for being overweight or fat. As far as overeating or gluttony goes, we're going to go to uh, Proverbs chapter 23. It says, do not mix with wine bibbers or with gluttonous eaters of meat, for the drunkard and the glutton will come to poverty. Now, many people consume too much overprocessed convenient foods, synthetic nutrients, <clears throat> chemical additives, and refined grains, and that is not good. People should try to eat real, not artificial foods. Uh, and by the way, soda consumption should either be non-existent or a very, very rare treat. And while they don't want to believe this, almost all obese people need to eat less. No, I used to think that people's faults and addictions were a sign of weakness until it happened to me. How can God help? Well, there are other physical things involved in it. It's like some people have thyroid issues and stuff as well. But as far as losing weight, it's very, very difficult. But God can help. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 13, the apostle Paul wrote, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That would include trying to be healthy. And with prayer and determination, breaking away from being obese can happen. Now, I like to quote, Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 6. I'm going to go all the way to verse 8. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your understanding. Don't think, well, I eat less than this person, so I'm okay. Now, if you're overweight, you've got a problem. In all your ways, acknowledge him. That's God. He'll direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Oh, I know what's best for me. This is just the way I am. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. And don't, Jesus, by the way, said, don't fear, little flock, which your father's good pleasure gives you the kingdom. So don't let fear stop you from moving ahead and trying to lose weight. Take proper action. And we did a video about uh, a spiritual five-second rule. Tell yourself, and you can just pray. I will act in the truth and not put it off because I don't feel like it. Jesus, help me. Now, most people can pray that in five seconds. That's really good advice from God, obviously. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, I really like. What help is offered from a human perspective? Well, 
Interestingly, the number one rule of successful weight loss, according to two studies I read, is to realize that you will fail. See, what happens with people, they start to try to lose weight, they lose a pound, then they stay in a certain spot, and they say, this isn't working. Successful people don't give up. They have perseverance, and that's what they need to do. The other thing they need to do is take it a day at a time. You know, Jesus said that in Matthew 6, 34. Don't say, okay, well, I've been obese for eight years, six years, 40 years, whatever it is, and I still am. I'm, um, I can't change. You take it a day at a time. That's what Jesus uh, said to do. And as far as change your life in five seconds, we actually have a video you can find at this channel called How to Change Your Life in Five Seconds to get more into that. But that also includes weight. Now, of course, some things, including losing weight, take more than five seconds. But each time you're tempted to overeat, that takes less than five seconds. But asking Jesus for help can help you not overeat, not overeat and that's something everyone can do. I've heard that muscle burns more calories than fat. Would exercise help in weight loss? Yes. And the Apostle Paul told Timothy, bodily exercise helps a little. But it doesn't help a huge amount when it comes to weight loss. And what happens when people are exercising, they think, oh, I can eat more. No, you can't. Uh, but exercising is good for you. It's good for your health. It's good for your immune system. And we actually have a video. This channel can also watch the plain truth about exercise. But the reality is, again, eating less is the key for most people. And if that doesn't work, then eat less. Eventually, it will work. So since obesity has to do with eating, what does God have to say about food? Well, you heard me quote from Isaiah, eat that which is good. The Bible talks about certain foods you should not eat. Uh, you're not supposed to eat the fat of uh, cows or sheep, for example. You're not supposed to eat biblically unclean uh, animals. Okay. And the Bible says, why'd you spend money on that which is not bread? A lot of these processed things, they're not real food. They're not using whole grains. They put all kinds of other things in there. Uh, and so we actually have uh, sermons at our sermon channel about eating and health and all that. But remember that the word of God condemns gluttony and obesity. If you're obese, that's something with God's help you need to work on. Don't consider that it's fine to remain obese. While it's highly tempting for most people to overeat, including myself, we don't want, we, we have to watch that tendency and strive to exercise uh, self-control, ask for Jesus' help, and obey the word of God. Thank you, Dr. Teal. For more interviews with Dr. Teal, in addition to written as well as audio articles, visit our website at biblenewsprophecy.net. This is Steve Dupuy for the Bible News Prophecy Program. This Bible News Prophecy Program was sponsored by the Continuing Church of God. For more information, including access to our free literature, visit BibleNewsProphecy.net or www.ccog.org.